Welcome to the College of Europe podcast, where we debate European affairs and more. Welcome on the publication podcast of the College of Europe. Twice a year, we interview the academic team of the College of Europe. Professors or academic assistants of the college present their research project or their main publication of the semester. Listen to them give you special insight on what is going on with the research on the European Union. Meet us every Tuesday at 5 o'clock during April for a new episode of this series. So thank you very much for having us on this uh, podcast. My name is Simon Schunz, and I'm a professor in the EU International Relations and Diplomacy Studies Department at the College of Europe on its Bruges campus. And uh, I teach and conduct research on the external dimensions of EU internal policies, more specifically on policy areas that fall under the broader umbrella of the European Green Deal. And I'm here with my colleague, uh, Professor Sieglinde Gestöhl, Well, uh, hello everybody and welcome to this podcast. Uh, I'm uh, a director of studies of the Department of EU International Relations and Diplomacy Studies uh, at the College of Europe in Bruges. And uh, I'll pass on the floor uh, to Simon to start the presentation. Thank you, Sieglinde. We are going to talk, to talk about two recently published uh, projects, an article and a book. The article actually expands a bit on that book. And I'm going to start talking now about the article itself, present a bit its key contents, and then uh, Professor Gestöhl is going to say more about this book project. So the article that we recently published in a journal called Foreign Policy Analysis is uh, entitled Insights for Foreign Policy Analysis from European Union External Action Studies. And it makes an argument about how scholars in foreign policy analysis which is a subdiscipline of international relations, can benefit from the conceptual and theoretical insights produced by academics in EU external action studies. Now, Professor Gestöhl and I have argued in the book that she's going to talk about that EU external action studies is a new emerging field of studies that has developed over the past couple of decades at the intersection between, on the one hand, international relations with its subdiscipline of foreign policy analysis, and on the other hand, uh, European studies. And this new field of studies examines the manifold ways in which the European Union acts externally. External action of the European Union, in our view, goes far beyond foreign policy. It contains, comprises all sorts of external dimensions of uh, EU activities. Now, what foreign policy analysis and EU external action studies clearly share is a common interest in understanding the external action of players ranging from nation states to non-state actors, sub-state actors, as well as regional organizations like the European Union. And in this article, we argue that many concepts, approaches, and theories which have emerged over time in this new field of studies of EU external action studies can help the study of foreign policy more generally, including of foreign policy actors that are non-traditional, such as sub-state actors or non-governmental organizations. We use a couple of examples in this article, and I would just like to limit it to two here to illustrate a bit the potential 
for exporting from EU external action studies to foreign policy analysis. The first example is the concept of activeness. Activeness assesses the capacity to act of a foreign policy player. Now, that capacity may be very clear for a nation state like China, but what about the capacity to act externally of a sub-state actor like California? California claims to have an external policy, or an actor like Flanders, do they possess activeness, and to what extent? To answer this question, activeness gives us a number of criteria, for instance, the presence of an actor, its internal coherence, and on that basis, we are able to actually determine the degree of that actor's capacity to act externally. And so in this article, we illustrate how activeness can be fruitfully deployed beyond an EU context to learn more about a variety of external actors' foreign policy capacities. Another example that we also use in this article is a concept of external effectiveness. External effectiveness has been relatively widely used and developed in EU external action studies. However, it is understudied in foreign policy analysis. Now, we argue that being able to assess the effectiveness of a foreign policy actor is a very valuable analytical capacity. And being able to then explain that external effectiveness, the degree thereof, is even more valuable. Because once you know if an actor has been effective or not through its external action, so if this actor has actually achieved goals thanks to its own external activities, and once you have identified the degree of effectiveness and reasons for that degree of effectiveness or ineffectiveness, you're also able to reflect critically on how this actor's performance can actually be improved. So what we often find in this literature is that some actors use suboptimal external strategies that do not fit certain contexts and that hampers their effectiveness, or we find that actors are internally incoherent and that also hampers their effectiveness. So here, once again, a concept developed in EU external action studies that foreign policy analysts, as well as policymakers, can use to better understand foreign policy action and effectiveness. So to conclude on this article, um, the ultimate intention of this piece was really to spur a debate between, on the one hand, uh, EU external action studies and, on the other hand, foreign policy analysis. We think there's a high potential for cross-fertilization in this article, we just look at it one directionally. So we look at what EU external action studies can bring to foreign policy analysis. And that also has to do with a book that we published because that was really focused on uh, this EU external action studies. And I'll pass the floor then to my colleague, Professor Gestil, who is going to say a bit more about the book itself. Uh, so uh, the article in foreign policy analysis that my colleague Professor Simon Schunz just uh, presented was in fact a spin-off of a major book that we co-edited and it's entitled The External Action of the European Union, Concepts, Approaches, Theory and was published in 2021 uh, with Red Globe Press, which is now Bloomsbury. So in this book, leading scholars of EU external action studies introduce and discuss important concepts, approaches and theories to study the EU as a global actor. Uh, those scholars include, for example, Lisbeth Agastam, Ian Manners, Federica Bicchi, Andrew Moravchik, Calypso Nicolaidis, Stefan Coquiller or Frank Schimmelfenig, to name just a few. Now, the book uh, emerged from our 
teaching experience within the EU International Relations and Diplomacy Studies program uh, here at the College of Europe. Uh, because we noticed that although many um, innovative approaches to study the EU as a global actor um, have been developed, there was no textbook-style overview of these developments. So the volume aims to fill this gap. And we have already received quite some positive feedback from colleagues at other universities who use the book for their courses, but also from students who turn to it as a source of inspiration for their thesis. So what is actually in the book? Uh, the book first provides um, a very brief history of EU external action and its study, and then deals with concepts, approaches, and theories um, which fall into five big categories. First, different ways of conceptualizing the EU as a global actor. This includes act chapters on activeness, for instance, or normative power Europe, market power Europe, and role theory. Uh, second, different ways of analyzing processes and impacts of the EU, including, for example, chapters on coherence, Europeanization, the analysis of EU external uh, effectiveness, or three-level games. Third, different ways of looking at EU external action through the prism of established international relations theories or integration theories, such as neorealism, constructivism, neofunctionalism, or liberal intergovernmentalism. Fourth, different ways of drawing on major turns that have occurred in the social sciences, such as the discursive turn, the practice turn, or the gender term, for example. Now, fifth and finally, different ways of decentering EU external action and its analysis from a critical perspective, for instance, from a post-colonial perspective. And each chapter roughly follows the same structure. It introduces the concept or theoretical approach, applies it to an illustrative case study, and reflects upon its further development. So the contributions to the book, uh, we think, are very accessible, and they show analytical tools that help us to understand, uh, explain, and assess the growing and increasingly important EU external action. Uh, this enables us to answer uh, important questions like what sort of actor or power is the European Union, how, why, and with what success does it uh, engage externally, and how can its action be critically assessed and further improved. As already mentioned, the book also underscores that there's a field or even an emerging discipline of EU external action studies, which holds many important insights for the scholarly community and the students, but also for policy practitioners. And finally, with this book, we also want to contribute to and further stimulate the consolidation and development of research in this field, and we invite all interested listeners and readers to contribute to EU external action studies. So thank you for, your, for listening, and please tune in for our upcoming podcasts on the College of Europe publications. Thank you. This was the College of Europe podcast, where we debate European affairs and more. This podcast is available on all listening platforms, such as Spotify and Europod. For more information on our website, www.coleurope.eu. Also, don't hesitate to engage with us on social media.